Hey, I'm Christina Zarenko, and this is SEO in 2024. Christina, what's your number one SEO tip for 2024? My number one tip for 2024 is actually very universal. Learn to think, automate when it makes sense and don't when it doesn't make sense, and don't rely on AI. So basically, the bottom line is learn to think, know when you know when you need to rely on the alerts from different SEO tools because we, we are bombarded by them all the time, right? And then we are bombarded by everything AI because if we were talking last year that we actually did. <laughs> and the year before. Yeah, AI, or oh, two years uh, ago, AI wasn't even a thing. So it kind of was easier for SEOs because now suddenly you need to use AI, you need to uh, rely on it a lot. But I think that the best thing that you can do for yourself is start relying on yourself first and think uh, and automate when it makes sense. See, you, you use that phrase, when it makes sense, quite a few times. You learn to think yeah. when it makes sense. But I guess you could argue that um, not everyone has the same common sense. Not everyone would be thinking of using AI at the same time. So it'd be great to actually try and define in a little bit more precise terms when we should be using AI and when we should actually be relying on ourselves and, and not using AI. Um, so what, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, of course. So I say AI is really great, is a great helper, is an assistant. Okay, so I look at AI as an assistant. It's not someone who can replace you. It's your assistant. So first, let's say you need to create a process, technical SEO process for some website. And the first thing that you should do is think over think over the uh, business goals of this website, think over of the current tech stack and what their goals are. So basically you think this over, you can't ask AI about that. But then while creating process for specific things, for specific tasks, let's say you need to generate structured data, use AI for that, that's amazing, that's cool, you, or use other tools that can help you with that. Then uh, checking and auditing the website. Use tools if you uh, can think of like AI prompts for you to use for to use for that. That's amazing too. So use AI as your assistant, but then the backbone of what you're creating and then the final delivery is something that you need to think over before you delegate some of the things, some of the prompts to AI. Got you. Okay, so we're basically deciding as humans what needs to be done. We're asking the AI to do the tasks and then we're reviewing the tasks before we give the end product to the clients just to make sure it's done right. Yeah, of course, because I know like so many people uh, were afraid this year that they will be replaced by AI, by AI. But if you're doing strategic work that is of high level instead of just generating a couple of uh, title tags for the website, then you will not be replaced. And AI, AI is actually going to be your assistant and friend versus someone uh, that will take over your job. Okay, okay. So SEO strategy, we should be able to define that um, if we're reasonably experienced SEOs, certainly if we understand other aspects of the business and other aspects of marketing. But then it comes to articulating what needs to be done by the AI. And that's a new ever-changing, rapidly changing area. Um, so what are your thoughts on actually how we go about articulating to the AI what needs to be done? Okay, so I think 
my main point here is that not how to use AI, but to use it as an assistant. So I don't really want to go deep into, okay, these are the prompts that you need to use. These are the five-step process or whatever that you can accomplish with AI. My point is more about, okay, use AI when it makes sense for like an assistant. Again, not going into, into specific prompts, but at the same time, rely on your common sense. Your overarching piece of advice is to learn how to, 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 to think better and, and think yourself as a, as a human, as an SEO, before relying on tools. Um, so what challenges do you think SEOs are having with thinking correctly? And perhaps um, are they not thinking enough? Are they relying on tools too much? Yeah, I sometimes find that. And honestly, first of all, I want to say that it's not uh, the fault of SEOs. It's just the way how many things are built, like for example, SEO tools, they would send so many alerts to you. And even Google Search Console, they will always send you things like, oh, your page is not mobile friendly, while well, it actually is in many cases. Uh, so it's, first of all, not the fault of SEOs that so many things are on their shoulders. I wanted to make it really clear. clear. And the second thing is that when you know SEO, like when you have the core SEO knowledge, when you can rely on your SEO knowledge, then you are not turned in different directions by, oh my God, maybe, uh, maybe there is a JavaScript issue on the website. Maybe there is, uh, I don't know, there is something else. Maybe structured data is not correct. You can identify if the issue that, for example, a tool sends to you is actually an issue or if it's not. And even if this is an issue, is it of high priority or is it of low priority? Because it's of low priority and impact, then just ignore it. That's okay. We are not striving for perfection here because SEO, perfection and SEO, that's just impossible. So the bottom line here would be to learn SEO on the level where you can rely on your knowledge and you can, instead of relying on the alerts or any SEO tools, you can rely on your knowledge and know exactly when you need to act on this alerts and when you can just ignore them completely. Yeah, that's some great advice because um, it can be an easy thing to do to look at a, a red light, a warning light in a piece of software and say, um, acute um, issue here, we need to actually get this resolved as soon as possible. But I guess the challenge with SEO as well is there are sometimes hundreds of different things that we can be doing. Another word that you used as well is prioritize. We, we need to actually prioritize what needs to be done first. How do we decide what needs to be done first? Yeah, it's a really great question. And I think, well, I know people will hate me for that, but it depends. It honestly depends because uh, for some website, if uh, the website has really huge issues with duplicate content, well, then a proper canonicalization strategy is going to be of high priority for them. But let's say there is another website that has a client-side rendering and Google can't actually, actually see any content on this website. Well, even though they might have really bad communication strategy, it's not going to be a priority for them now. For them, they need to make sure that uh, Google can see, can render the content so that it can rank it in the search results. So it really depends on what's going on with the website, what issues are there. Plus, another thing is, is it a B2B website? Is it uh, an e-commerce website? And e-commerce websites, we know that they have more 
opportunities in a bad way uh, to have like uh, the same duplicate content and so many pages generated that we don't actually need. Plus another thing, what is the, uh, what is the business goal? What is the business goal for the next quarter, let's say? If it's Black Friday, well, maybe there is uh, something that needs to be done with the seasonal pages. That should be the priority. So see, in order to know what to prioritize for this or that website, what you need to understand is the business and SEO. These are the main things because you can't, you can't use one size fits all. You can't work with 10 different clients and then recommend the same, completely the same things for them because they be, they'll be on different stages of their business. Their business goals will be different. Their websites will be different. And the current tech stack and the current issues that you'll find on these websites will be different. So it will all depend on this variety of factors that you as an SEO should consider while providing any recommendations to your clients. Understood. Okay, so what I understand from that is what you're saying is the quickest way to get comfortable with um, making a decision in terms of what needs to be done first is to understand the business and have conversations with people like product managers and people who are leaders in the business to truly understand what the key products are, what the key goals and objectives are of the business and where the business is going in the future. 100%. I love the way you put it because I honestly remember when I was just starting, when I was uh, starting to talk to clients, I was so terrified to ask questions because I thought that, oh, they would think I'm stupid, that I don't understand something. But then I quickly realized that not asking the right questions made me a really bad help for these clients. Because then I couldn't actually recommend something that will be better for them in their particular situation. So when I changed that, when I started asking the questions and rephrasing and asking the same questions uh, again to make sure that I get it right, that I have all the pieces of the puzzle, it made such a huge difference. So don't be afraid to ask questions. And that's actually really good because you will look good to your clients and the boss, maybe you just were just hired by a company who as an in-house SEO. That's cool as well. Ask the questions. You, it will show that you're interested and that you actually want to bring results versus working in silo and trying to be just SEO focused like that and not seeing what's going on around in the company. Great. And bringing it back to ad advising AI, to actually articulating to AI what you're looking for, when you understand the business, um, you understand um, what you're asking the AI to do. Uh, and you're not saying to the AI, what should I do? You're not asking the AI for the strategy. You're telling the AI, this is the strategy based upon what I know, right, actually deliver what needs to be done in terms of tasks um, and then hone what's produced so you can present it to a client. And in terms of presenting to a client, I, I guess, the first stage and the last stage, i.e. the strategic stage and the interaction with the client stages are the stages that aren't going to be replaced by AI anytime soon. Um, so what does an, uh, an SEO need to do better in terms of interacting with clients, presenting to clients, listening to clients? Yeah, so I really love that you said listening to clients because the first thing that I thought was like, first of all, listen, listen to clients and make sure that you know the language that they use and what they care about. So if, let's say, they care about, oh, we need uh, to increase the number of returning visitors. So then when you are delivering your recommendations, tailor them 
to the thing that your client wants. But obviously, make sure that it makes sense because sometimes it doesn't. So then you communicate it to the client in a nice way. But yeah, so like once you have all the recommendations and you need to present them, try not to use that just, first of all, don't ever say, yeah, this is for SEO. Because from my experience, when you just say, oh, this is for SEO, nobody cares about that. And stakeholders will not hear you just because it doesn't mean anything to them. It's not for SEO. It's for increasing the number of traffic of people who want to, who are willing to buy the products from this company or to order the services, whatever, right? It's completely different for, from just for SEO. And don't use the jargon. Don't say, oh, we need to create our redirect map. Nobody cares about the redirect map except for you. Instead of that, you can say, we want to make sure that whenever people come to our website, they can access all the pages that they care about so that they can uh, complete a purchase or uh, complete a form or whatever is your main conversion of the website. But don't just say, oh, we need to redirect map. So if we're using AI for the, grunt, for the grunt work, for the work maybe traditionally done by SEO execs, what does this mean for people coming into the industry, for, for newer SEOs? Um, is there going to be a different skill set that they need to learn in order to rapidly get better at strategic and client-facing work? Or, or is there still going to be more traditional SEO exec supporting roles um, in the future? I think that... Honestly, AI uh, can be used for good, just replacing some of the things that you can do. But let's say you're just starting SEO. And one of the things that you're learning uh, from is keyword research. Like so, so many people start with that. And that's totally great. You're learning keyword research. And then you're learning how to optimize the metadata and the headings on the page. Amazing. If you don't learn how to do that first, you will not be able to evaluate if the results, if you're just using AI, if the results are good. So for me, learning SEO doesn't change. So you still need to learn all the steps. You still need to go through all the steps. And when you're comfortable with them, when you know what the out output should look like, what the helpful output look like, then you can delegate this task, as I mentioned, as an example, multiple times, Generating title tags. Okay, cool. You know what they look like when they are generated properly. Delegate it to AI. Choose the best options. Use it for, for uh, working with client. Amazing. But you still need to do the job of learning how what it would look like when it's done properly. It's a great thought because many great experienced managers can jump in there and do what they're asking their team to do. And I guess this is the same that you're actually teaching with AI. You're advising people to get to know what the AI is doing on your behalf. And if you know precisely what you're asking it to do, um, every single little bit task that you're asking it to do, um, then at least you know when it's going wrong. But um, we're in a dangerous position when we're asking the AI to do something and we don't know how it's gone about delivering and um, putting everything together. Yeah, that's totally right. That's totally right. So as I said, I think we all, we are all looking always as humans for some, some magic wand that will help us don't work and just make money. That's true. That's what all humans want. That's what we're looking for. But 
to my knowledge, that's just not possible at this point. And AI is not a groundbreaking thing that will help you just uh, lay on the beach and uh, drinking cocktails and not doing anything. And then AI is just um, doing the audits and sending all the recommendations to the client and then implementing everything and then everything is great. Well, that's not going to work this way. So yeah, we need to learn first and then use AI as a system. Well, a, a magic wand is a short-term shortcut. It may work uh, for the short term, but it's certainly not going to be part of a long-term business. Exactly, exactly. If an SEO is struggling for time, what should they stop doing right now so they can spend more time doing what you suggest in 2024? I think the first thing that I would suggest uh, SEO stop doing is stressing out about the huge amount of things that can or could be potentially done. You can use prioritization for that. We talked about prioritization a little bit already. Plus, what really helps from my perspective is specializing because, okay, when I started in SEO, it was so easy to be an SEO, honestly, because you needed to know on-page, link building, and technical SEO. Okay, great. Now in SEO, there are so many different specializations. There are people who do content strategy. There are people who are specifically talking about algorithm updates and EEAT. There are technical SEOs. There are international SEOs. So if you can find the niche that you want to go and only choose the battles in this niche, well, it might save you lots of time. And the third thing that will save you time is creating processes. I've seen it so many times when people and already experienced SEOs, they will start everything from scratch all the time. Like, for example, doing a technical SEO audit, they will start, start everything from scratch all the time. And it just doesn't help because it leads to procrastination and stressing out about, okay, what do I do here? So start creating processes for your workflows. And then, coming back to AI, see, oh, maybe this part of the process can be streamlined. Maybe that, that part of process can be streamlined. But at least you have the process that you can follow every single time and improve it with each and every client. Christina Azarenka is a tech SEO trainer and you can find her over at techseo.pro. Christina, thanks so much for being part of SEO in 2024. Thank you so much. I've been your host, David Bain. Get your copy of SEO in 2024, the book, over at seoin2024.com.